podcasts are pretty common. So what makes the Uncommon Podcast uncommon? Well, it's all in our name. I'm your host, Noah Weiss, and we at Uncommon Sports Group understand the unique pressures and temptations that come with a career in the sport industry. We provide uncommon training that helps you successfully navigate common challenges. Hit the follow button on this podcast. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Check out our website and become uncommon. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Uncommon Podcast. I'm your host, Noah Weiss, and we have Jeff Shepard Garcia on the show today to hear his faith journey and how he met Jesus. Shepard is a Miami native and a hip-hop artist best known for his song, Game Time, which has over 12 million streams on Spotify. Shepard, how are you? It was good, fam. Doing good, bro. Doing good. How are you? Good. Doing great. Glad to have you on. And Shepard, I want to start by asking you about your upbringing what vision did you have for your life coming up, and how did faith play a role, if any, in your early days? Yeah. Well, man, I love telling this story. Uh, basically, I was born into a Christian household. Uh, my mom is a, uh, a woman of God, you understand? So at a young age, uh, she raised me and my two brothers to uh, always read the Word, go to church, you understand? Mm-hmm. And God's important, you understand? Worship is important. Yeah. And, uh, you know, at first, it wasn't really clicking with me. It was just like, okay, we just go to church, it's a family thing. Uh, but, man, the big transition in that was when uh, my parents actually got divorced. And uh, my mom was raising us three by ourselves, by herself. So then for that, the big transition happened to me in faith, like the vision of my life was just like, yo, my, I don't live with my dad. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But yeah. like all these people tell me that God is a father. You know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. That's where God started creeping into my heart. You know what I'm saying? He started working in me. And uh, I was like nine years old, bro. Wow. Love that yes. story. Love that story. I appreciate you sharing. And kind of just going off that, what changed in your life after you truly started to follow Jesus? I know for me personally, I mean, girl, I grew up in a Christian home as well, and it was always kind of the I'll go to church, just do the things. Um, but when I truly made my faith my own, a lot of things changed for me. So share with us a few things that really changed in your life once you made that decision for yourself. Yeah. Man, I would say everything changed, man, and, and I'll start breaking it down. I think the way that I saw people and, like, purpose was, like, the, one of the biggest shifts yeah. um, in, like, just my life. So, like, at a young age, like, you know what I'm saying? It's funny. Um, you go to like a youth group or something and be like, if you don't want to go to hell, like accept Jesus. But it was more than that. Right. It's like, yo, if you want to be who God wants you to be on this earth before mm. you get to eternity, right. follow Jesus. Yeah. And like that perception always, it triggered a response out of me. Like, well, if I only have one shot at this, I got one opportunity. I'm not saying like uh, the Eminem song. I yeah. Yourself, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah. If I got one shot at this life, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think God knows infinitely better than I do and how I should live it out. Totally. And uh, I think one of the biggest shifts for me when I come to know, when I came to know the Lord is just like uh, his, he has a purpose for my life yeah. and I want to, I want to follow that purpose. I want to lean into that purpose. I want to live that purpose, mm-hmm. but I also want to help people around me do that. Totally. Right. So I think 
think one of the biggest burdens I started feeling when I mm. first got saved was seeing that God had a purpose for these people, for my friends' lives. Right. But they didn't care about that. Yeah. And I think that was one of the most uh, biggest burdens that I've had and I still have to this day is, is helping people mm. live out the purpose that God has for them. Yeah. No, I, I love that, brother. I think that it's so true, right? Like, there's so many people in our lives. I always think about it like this. God has placed us in the places he's, he has us with our family and our friends and our jobs uh, to be able to have an impact in those places, right? The gospel is a message that needs to be heard around the world, but also across the street. One of my favorite quotes, right? There's people right in our in our circles that need the gospel. So I love that. That is a that is a burden we all feel. So I appreciate you sharing that. You talked you talked about you know going through the you know a divorce. That's a really hard thing to go through. So share with me like what other challenges that you face coming up, um, and how how did those challenges really shape your faith in Christ? Yeah, um, there was plenty of challenges, man. I remember when I was in middle school. Uh, I remember I was I was like going through a lot. So my dad had just left. Mm. And I was starting to feel the implications of that. Right. I have a great relationship with my dad now. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, man, praise God for that. Right. But at that time, uh, I was like, I had like really strong wrestles and self-doubts within myself. So, like, mm. the idea of purpose was so important to me. Right. But I felt like I didn't have a guide to get there that was permanent in my home. That's why yeah. it's like fatherhood is so important. And um, that was... Uh, a crisis that I was facing while I was in middle school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember, I, I remember, I got bullied. You know what I'm saying? For the first yeah. time, I was like in sixth and seventh grade. Right. And I had these two classmates that were like, they have failed the grades, so they're all older than all of us, mm-hmm. and they were just like the head honchos and everything. And then I remember because I was bullied, uh, I was just like, Nah, I'm never being put in this situation right. again. So then I yeah. became the bully. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like seventh, eighth grade, like I remember if someone tried me or whatever, like I would like go fight or you know what I'm saying, say something crazy. And I was right. still professing Christ at the moment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was just like the biggest challenge was like I remember the Lord convicted me on this so hard and was just like, yo, I've called you to be a light and mm. to stand out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like this needs to stop. Right. And uh, you know, I always share the story when I do like podcasts or interviews or something like that. But uh, it was a crazy time. I remember I was, I think, eighth grade, going into high school. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of my buddies, uh, he overdosed on, uh, I think it was heroin. Yeah. And he was a pastor's kid. He was wow. part of my church. Wow. And it was like, it was a big deal. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because that's like, you know, one of the first uh, experiences that I had with death. Um, yeah. In a, in a friend group, I had deaths in my family, but mm-hmm. it's the first time in a friend group that was close and from church. Yeah. And I remember uh, after my buddy died, um, it shook me up. <laughs> totally. I remember I was like, I started sharing the word, you know what I'm saying, at school and like inviting people to Bible study we would have at our house. Yeah. And uh, the story I would share, it's, it's uh, you know, in the Hispanic churches, you get baptized like a hundred times. Right. Um, so like I was getting baptized probably for the hundred and fifth. And uh, I remember I was in the water, you know what I'm saying, having a barbecue outside, music's playing. I'm like, it's just it's not a big deal or whatever. Mm-hmm. Bro, it was a big deal. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I was in the water, and I felt like, yo, we're just going to do this again. But I just felt like the Lord was just pressing on my heart, man. Mm-hmm. And I felt like the Lord was just, uh, you know, pressing on my heart, letting me know. It's like, yo, I want you to live for me Yeah. with all 
You know what I'm saying? Totally. Of your life. You know what I'm totally. saying? Not this, this, this section off part. Mm. Not when your buddies are there. Not when yeah. I want you to live. So then wow. we started Bible study and stuff like that. So mm. I, I would say that's one of the one of the biggest challenges in my faith was that. That wow. wanting to live in God's purposes mm. for my life, but also uh, falling into like peer pressure and stuff like that. Totally. And then um, that was like in the beginning stages. I don't know if you want to hear more about that, but... Uh, yeah. I love that, Shepard. Appreciate you sharing, too. I think it's really, you know, seeing death firsthand will put you in a place of understanding the importance of sharing the gospel and being on mission for Christ. But also your yeah. point about, you know, sectioning off your faith, that was something I struggled with as well, uh, especially mm-hmm. coming up my early years at college. Uh, it was a tough time for me in terms of my faith, but I appreciate you sharing that because our listeners truly are in a stage of life where it's tempting to be uh, sectioned off with your faith, but really giving it sure. your all changes everything. And truly, I think it, it helps you live out God's purpose more, which is more fulfilling than anything else. So I appreciate you sharing that. that that's awesome. For sure. And for you, obviously, music has played a huge role in your life, and God has definitely gifted you with that ability to make tremendous music. So how did your journey in music start? And when did you start incorporating your faith into your music? Yeah, man. So uh, it's funny. I started making music around eight or nine years old. So like, I think for me, music has always been a thing that was like a source of encouragement and outlet for me. Yeah. Uh, something that I felt like was fun. And uh, I remember I used to like freestyle with my homies back then. And uh, it was just kind of like, oh, you're, you're pretty good. You know what I'm saying? I was yeah. like, like, people didn't really pay too much mind to it. Totally. But for me, it was a huge deal. All I wanted to do was write. Right. All I wanted to do was like uh, rap. All I wanted to do was like, and it was talking about God, which is crazy. Totally. Because that's when, uh, you know, the beginning of the gospel message really started kind of like to penetrate my heart. Mm-hmm. So um, I was just like, yo, I'm going to start making music. And um, I was like, I just want to tell people about this stuff. You know what I'm saying? I want people yeah. to know, um, like, who God is and, and uh, what he's done in my life mm-hmm. and, and what I want to see him do in other people's lives. Yeah. Um, so I, I started talking about God in my music at an early age. But yeah. I always felt like it was slightly different. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And now it's like the the proof of that is now. You know what I'm saying? Right. More developed into my career. Totally. Uh, the, the type of the places that we've been, the, the, the things that we've achieved. Yeah. Um, I always felt like, yo, uh, my music is fundamentally like mm-hmm. faith sharing. Uh, but like people would call me Christian rapper and some people just call me rapper. And I was right. like, I was always in that split world. Yeah. Where I was just like, well... Uh, I'm cool with whatever, you know what I'm saying? People totally. perceive it as, because it's, it's not my job to um, depend on what people receive my music as, it's just right. making the art, so. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate you sharing that, and definitely I think it's an amazing platform. Music is so powerful in, in the human mind, and what we listen to really matters. So I know definitely yeah. for me, a, a short testimony a little bit. I mean, growing up, you know, hip-hop music was a huge thing in my life. Always listen to it. I mean, obviously, you know, the, the top dogs in the industry. Um, I really felt convicted as I jumped into my faith of like, man, the stuff I'm listening to is counterintuitive to what Christ desires for my life. And so really trying to find new music and, and new Christian music was tough. But obviously coming across your music and so many other great Christian rappers, I mean, it has an impact. Um, so I just want you to know that uh, you're doing great work. Yeah, bro. Yep, it, it helps a lot of people out. So thanks, uh, man. For sure. And obviously, for a lot of our members working in the sport industry, it has a lot of unique pressures and temptations, things that other industries don't have. And the music industry is really the same in terms of a lot of unique pressures and temptations that come with that. 
So kind of share with yeah. us, what are some, some, some of those challenges you've faced and how have you navigated those? Yeah. Um, yeah, there's quite a few, man. I think if you don't know like who you are and what you're doing, mm-hmm. uh, you're just going to follow what other people tell you who you are and what you're doing. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think that's with any industry. Yeah. So I remember, um, I was at the Sony office back when I was signed with, uh, Columbia it was for, for game time. Yep. And, uh, I remember I was in a, in a meeting with a bunch of A&Rs and stuff like that. Executives, everybody's in suits and yeah. the top dogs are label and stuff. And I remember clearly I'm sitting next to my lawyer and we're having a conversation. Everything's going great. Yeah. Um, and they're like, so who are you? <laughs> They're like, what are you? You yeah. know what I'm saying? I, I clearly remember that conversation. Mm-hmm. And they were just kind of like, uh, because like, we see that you're, you do like something, you know, you, you do like Christian rap, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But to us, you're a rapper. Yeah. You know I'm saying your music's going past that. Mm-hmm. So what do you want to be known as? And I remember like, it felt like an outer body experience when they were saying that. It's just like, how am I going to respond to this? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, I think one challenge is, it's just like, man, you have to know who you are, especially when you're, you're, you're God is opening up, you mm. know what I'm saying, your platform, and he's allowing you to go into different spaces, and you're impacting more lives, right? Yeah. You have to start to understand, like, yo, this is, I, did, I believe this is the purpose that I'm supposed to be living out. I think totally. this is the vision of what I want my profession, whether it's like sports or, or music to, to do yeah. in people's lives. So uh, that Absolutely. was a crazy challenge. I remember that conversation. I think mm. uh, something that could be difficult in navigating, you know what I'm saying, um, the industry as a Christian yeah. um, is uh, standing firm on your convictions in, oh, in what you do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So one conviction of mine, um, even though like, uh, I do like, you know, features with like secular artists, got a feature with Ace Hood, feature with Rocky Fresh, right. feature with Shaquille O'Neal. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, for um, sure. Uh, I, my conviction is like, yo, I don't curse in my music and yeah. I don't do anything that demeans uh, women and I don't yeah. like glorify drugs or, or, right. or uh, violence. Yeah. And like with that, it's just like, um, I have those convictions and then being asked by people you look mm-hmm. up to or who are in the industry like why your convictions are so right um it, it could be you have to be prepared for that yeah you know what i'm saying you have to be prepared for that you know like you look at the word and uh you know there's yeah. parts of the world where it's just like how much less would they accept you because they did like rejected me mm-hmm. and it's just like jesus saying that and in my mind it's just like yo I don't want to be rejected. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nobody wants to. Let's totally. be real. Right. So then like if you if if you like if you're in a position where like yo, I could potentially be rejected, I mm. think what's helped me in those tough moments in the industry is like understanding like I'm already accepted. Yeah. Uh, by the one that the most acceptance matters. You know what I'm saying? I'm Amen. accepted by uh God. Amen. And that acceptance trumps any like rejection I could receive from the world. Yeah. So I appreciate you sharing, Shepard. That's a tremendous testimony. I think the music industry even has, I think, unique challenges to anything else in terms of really the pressure from the outside noise because people listen to your music. They hear you speak, and you're kind of on an island. You're not a part of a team. You don't have a surrounding really body with you. I mean, you got probably a couple of managers and uh, these different things, but it's a tough thing. I think about uh, John chapter 12, verse 43, when uh, the Pharisees uh, were more concerned about uh, being accepted into the synagogue than they were about accepting their conviction to follow Christ. Because a lot of the Pharisees saw Jesus raise Lazarus from the dead, 
Um, but we're, we're really afraid to profess like, wow, this, this man is the Messiah because they were afraid of being kicked out of the synagogue. And that story always hits me hard, right in the heart, because it's like, man, how many of us are doing that in the modern day where it's like, wow, like, I could be more vocal about my faith, but I'm worried about being, you know, pushed aside here and pushed aside there and um, looking weird in, the, in this scenario. I think that's been a big thing that the Lord has put in my heart lately, I'm sure, obviously hearing your testimony for you as well is to really not care a ton about what people think about you. Obviously, be a witness for Christ and be making decisions that other people are like, wow, like, you know, what are you living? Um, but being more so focused on pleasing the Lord and getting his approval. So I love that. Yeah, testimony. I appreciate that for sure. Yeah. I love to hear, too, just if, you, if you have any stories about um, just your music having an impact for Christ on, on anybody, if, if you have anybody reach out about that. Yeah. Yeah, man, for sure, bro. I think I think what's dope um about like you know music is like it could affect people on different levels so i remember um when i dropped game time i, I would get dms and it's like it's in all stages like prior to it blowing up when it was blowing up mm -hmm. and then after it blew up right um uh, but you know people would hit me up it's like yo thank you for making game time i had this i had this uh, dm screenshotted and i have it in my phone but this guy was just like, yo, you motivated me when I was like fighting depression and like wow. uh, trying to lose weight and trying to, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like get into the gym. And uh, every time I listen to the song, it motivates me. It gives me like a fuel wow. to kind of, kind of, you know what I'm saying? Work out and yeah. uh, achieve things and, and get up and chase after the day. And right. for me, I was just like, yo, that's impactful. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? It's helping someone with depression. It's helping yeah. someone with their goals. It's motivating them. It's encouraging them. Right. So for me, it's just kind of like, yo, that's dope. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then, and seeing how a song where I'm like talking about Christ, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, it's just like, I would like, I'm literally saying like, leave the world behind and all this different stuff. And I'm yeah. just like, how is this like, how is this on ESPN right now? Right. You know what I'm saying? How is this in yeah. NBA 2K? Yeah. How is this in Space Jam? Mm -hmm. And it's just like, yo, that's God. It's all you God. You know what I'm saying? That's Amen. God working through it. Amen. And I'm just kind of like, yo, this is crazy. Yeah. Um, so when I think about the impact, you know what I'm saying, the music has on people, um, man, yeah. it's, it's been encouraging to get DMs from people. It's like, yo, thank you for being mm -hmm. so authentic and just real about your life. Yeah. Because let's just be real. Mm -hmm. I do I do Christian hip hop in a right. secular industry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, yeah. I'm like tatted up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I got like earrings, beard. You know what I'm saying? I'm in <laughs> hip hop. Yeah, and so for some people they can feel uncomfortable, especially if they don't come from this from this world, mm -hmm. or they've never like you know they've been sheltered from it. Some people right. could be like, "Yo, that's a little wild." I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's like, "Yo, God is doing something." Right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. God is in the business of changing people's lives, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, just I feel like my specific purpose has to do more with you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, going out into the world, so totally. I'm, I'm I'm grateful for it. I've seen God moving that way, you know, having sessions with different artists and, you know, producers mm. or uh, yeah. engineers and being able to talk about faith and life. It's, it's totally. been huge, man. Like, yeah. even people I look up to, you know what I'm mm. saying? Well, yeah. I'm just like, yo, this is the freaking goat in our yeah. industry. And, like, they're asking me about faith and my convictions. Mm. I think it's a big deal. Absolutely. So. Absolutely, Shepard. Mm -hmm. I appreciate you sharing that. And truly, obviously, you know, hip hop is that industry that is super secular. And I think the fact mm -hmm. that you're in it and you're and you're living that Christian conviction out, I mean, that's amazing. And I appreciate you doing that. And I, for for myself, like I said earlier, and so many other uh, Christians that love hip hop music, it's a huge help that you're putting that uh, putting that out there and allowing us to have that that content that glorifies God. Um, and I do love hearing. 
For sure, for sure. And I do love hearing as well, just for our students um, that are really trying to make their careers happen in the sports industry, hearing that your music has had such an impact and hopefully that motivates them to see that we can all have an impact for Christ and if we live out our convictions, right? Um, and God will use that for his glory. Um, so I love that. You're, li- you're living in his will. I think that's amazing, brother. It's good stuff. Amen, bro. It's good stuff. Yeah, man, I think I think that's the huge encouragement. You know what I'm saying? I can yeah. only imagine, like, you know, people in the sports world who are constantly surrounded by the same things we are in hip-hop. It's funny because, yeah. like, hip-hop and sports have always had, like, a super strong correlation. All the right. hoopers want to be rappers. Right. All rappers want to be hoopers. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's yep. like... It's we're intertwined. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're intertwined. And it's uh totally. I think I think again, like like you said earlier, man, mm-hmm. I think it's like caring more about what God says about us yeah. than what everybody else thinks. I think that's gonna be the driving force to, you know, being bold about our faith and then also standing on our convictions. Absolutely, so. brother. Absolutely, Shepherd. And lastly, Shepherd, what is something from your story that our listeners can learn from as they walk with Christ in their lives? Yeah. Man, I would say I would say God is faithful mm-hmm. even when we're faithless. Yeah, man, I want that to encourage anybody who's listening now. Um, mm-hmm. Is being transparent. Uh, about nine months ago, almost ten, uh, my little brother passed away so uh, in a car crash, so and it's sorry. uh, you know, it's been it's devastating. It's a tragedy. Um, devastating for the family. Still, you know, he's still processing it now mm-hmm. in therapy, and I'll be real. It's it's been a challenge in in my faith walk. Totally, and I think. One thing that I have seen consistently, even before it happened, is God's faithfulness throughout yeah. the whole process. Yeah. Because, um, you know, grief is lonesome. Grief is a journey each someone has to travel by themselves. Yeah. And God was with me and is still with me in that journey. Mm-hmm. So, like, anyone who's listening, I'm not sure what you're going through. I'm not sure, I'm not sure what has happened in your life. Yeah. I'm not sure what might happen in your life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I hope that this could serve as a, a encouragement that God is faithful when you're faithless. Yeah. We're faithless. I was faithless. And even moments when I feel faithless, you know what I'm yeah. saying? God shows up and it's like, yo, I'm still here. I'm still working. Mm-hmm. Still have purpose. The story's not over. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I think understanding of life in that sense, that even when we mess up or even when we say the wrong thing, even when uh you know what i'm saying because this is going to young people you're gonna yeah. make mistakes bro you yeah. know what i'm saying like yeah you make a mistake it's like yo i didn't share the gospel right or i didn't take mm. care of this opportunity right right whatever it is it's like yo god mm. is still faithful amen and he still makes masterpieces out of messes you know amen. what i'm saying it's yeah. like how is that even possible amen uh but that's that's just how god is yeah so i want i want that to be a source of encouragement for anyone who's listening god is faithful Absolutely, Shepard. First of all, I'm sorry for your loss, but I appreciate you sharing just how the impact that Christ has had in that loss. Um, I think that really is is where he's so powerful, right? And the worst things that life can bring, he'll come out of nowhere Mm -hmm. and really bring you and provide you strength. He provides you strength. Yeah, brother. Absolutely. Amen. Shepard, thank you for joining us today. And be sure to check out Shepard's new hit song, Zone, as well as his other hits, streaming now on all platforms. If you want to get involved with Uncommon Sports Group and the mission that we are on to help you navigate the sport industry as followers of Christ, apply for our academy on our website at uncommonsg.org. That's uncommonsg.org. Be sure to catch new episodes of the Uncommon Podcast every Thursday at midnight Eastern time, as well as the full video episodes on our YouTube channel. Until next time, we pray that you will strive to be uncommon 
by glorifying the name of God in whatever you may do. See you next week.